Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Yigena Jirazi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. What's your intuition telling you, Sam, now? Wow, Magena. Now there's a question to start our podcast episode. (sighs) And thank you. Because when you ask me that, first thing is I feel permission to be me as my intuition is a big part of who I am. So I actually feel included and like I can speak from the whole of me and from my knowingness. So I just want to say thank you. Question kind of hit me (laughs) and in a good way. Yes. I thought, you know, my intuition was telling, let's start it in a different way this time. I love that. And of course, I'm curious about you right now, (laughs) as I know you're a very intuitive lady. And I wonder how your intuition is guiding you further. Yes, to me, it's a huge source of information using my intuition. And recently, I've gotten more and more in contact with it. And I tend to check with my intuition quite often. And the biggest revelation about intuition, I've read a lot about it, and I know that we all have it as a source of intelligence. Basically, we're born with it, but some of us are more in contact and some of us ignore it. And some of us, you know, tend to rationalize it and associate it with different things. And sometimes it's also difficult to to know what is what, right? But the biggest revelation that I've had with intuition is I read this book, First Intelligence by Susan Wright, and we can put it in the, in the notes. It was that intuition is emotionless. And that for me was a huge revelation. It's this voice that comes to you. It's basically sometimes it's like giving you a direction. Like if you ask, where is the bakery? <laughs> You know, and that's what intuition sounds like and feels like. I love that. And what I love about about that the most is the fact that I don't feel fully responsible for it. You know, it kind of comes. The bit that I'm responsible for is just receiving it and then acting on it or not, if I so choose. Um, And it's lovely that this description isn't around the emotionality, which we sometimes associate it with. Um, And actually, when I hear that, it feels like it's a kind of hit or a download, a source of information um, that we can really use, you know, to inform how we want to go forward in our lives. Exactly. It is a source of information. And and definitely it's not going into the rationalizing part of it. It's accepting as it is and tapping into that knowledge uh, or higher wisdom or whatever you want to call it, universe and trusting that part without going into, as I said, rationalizing it. Yeah. So I think that, that that is a big growth for me personally. Congratulations on that big growth and um, for sharing it with us all right now, because I think that's serving us, it's definitely serving me. Um, and I love what you're saying around the rationalization. And I'm thinking to 
you know when you have to make a really big decision in life and you're stuck there with the fours and the against should I shouldn't I and then people tell you things like well you know put it all on a piece of paper <laughs> and so you put the things on the piece of paper you've got the pluses and the negatives and you think now what do I do with it I can see it all how do I make this bloody decision and I think it's at that point where intuition comes in and that cannot be rationalized by a list of separating the pros and cons, even though, of course, that's a great first step in gaining clarity around decision making. But there is something greater that we need to trust into here. Exactly. And thank you for, for mentioning that, because it's very much, I think, two things that are very much against intuition is the rationalizing part and the projection part. Yeah. You know, the projection part is what I notice, for example, with myself is that I've had one experience before, right? And when I experience or when I meet kind of, for example, people that remind me of that, I need to discern between what is a projection and what is a knowing from the past and the pattern and the assumptions and everything. And what is the truth for the present moment and what is intuition in the present moment? And that takes some, for me personally, that takes some distancing from it and kind of checking in with myself, like, where am I coming from in this very moment? Is it my limiting self, my inner critic, my assumptions, my, you know, my patterns, my triggers, or am I open, expanded, receiving, present, aware at this very moment? I love how you're bringing this into the present moment. And it's making me think of three people that I've met throughout the course of my life where I've had this instant feeling of recognition and familiarity. And I guess that's been happening from a place way in the past. Who knows? This life, another, whatever you believe in, you know. And how, um, how strong this information is and how, of course, that can really serve. And it can also cloud because maybe I'm connecting from a familiar place years ago and I'm not in that place right now. So it might pull me back into there, you know. So I love the consciousness you're speaking to around um, getting clear. Is this intuition that's serving me in the present or is it a, a trauma wound that I'm connecting with or a past event or circumstance that is just... Um, seeming so familiar to me. Absolutely. I love that you also mentioned the trauma part. And it takes practice. Honestly, it does take practice. Actually, I'm curious to hear from you. How do you practice your intuition? How often do you connect with your intuition? I love this topic so much. I'm really enjoying this conversation with you. I just have to say that. Yeah. And thank you for bringing the topic because I know you were really curious about exploring this today. And I think it's just bang on, Megena. For me, well, I can tell you a recent example. So yesterday I had just finished a Tantra massage, which was amazing as always. And I always give myself a bit of time um, because my intuition tells me that I need a little bit of time to process and be with myself um, after that experience. Anyhow, um, so there I am, you know, sitting by the river, looking into the water and suddenly lo and behold, it's like a message wants to come through me. That's how, I mean, I've spoken to this in different podcast episodes, but I honestly do get what people describe as a hit of intuition. And it yesterday it was so strong 
that literally I had to grab my phone and just bang this message out into my phone if I was to feel any kind of sense of peace afterwards. I needed it to come through. And so I experienced my intuition as this fierce and direct hit from the outside that I then channel through my words a lot of the time. For me, it's coming through in my words and in my energy. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like a lightning bolt, actually. And sometimes that's kind of intense to experience. Um, and sometimes I feel like I just have to blurt that out, you know? Um, in fact, most of the time. Um, so yeah, that's what comes when you ask me that. What about you? It's funny, right? Um, yes, I do have the same, but in, in a sense, mine is, as I was speaking before, uh, that's why I recognized it so much when I read that book, because to me, it's emotionless. And at the same time, it feels expanded. It feels elevated. It brings peace. You know, it brings calm. It's like that calm of the deeper knowing that, yes, that's right. You know, yeah. without wanting to go into rationalizing and analyzing it. But it's just like, this is how it is. And trusting that. And, and it's so funny because I've tried to exercise it. I've tried to practice it. And usually how I practice it, it's a funny exercise. I would hear, for example, I don't have my phone close to me. And then I would hear a vibration. And then I would, I would just say, okay, let me kind of test my intuition. Who is it? You know, who's SMSing? Who's calling? Who's, who's contacting me now? Or if I would go into a call, like I would train my intuition. Okay, what is she going to wear? How is she going to show up? What's her energy going to be like? You know, it's, it's yeah. just like a funny way of, of, was I right or was I not right? <laughs> you, so you, you self-test your intuition skills. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> I have done very similar things. I'm smiling because I can really, really relate to that. And um, yeah, we do need to kind of test it, right? Especially if it's not the most um, intuitive skill as we think, like it's not one that we've tapped into often. It's something we can practice. Because I do believe we all have a, if you like, gut feeling, maybe it doesn't live in the gut for everybody, but a feeling where, a feeling of knowingness that just comes and provides us with some information. I wanted to uh, tap into what you said, like how it comes to us. Because yes, I think the whole body is receptive. We do receive information with our whole body. And even with the skin, right? Because that's the biggest organ we have. There are these five types of how we receive information and intuitive information. They are actually called clear abilities. Yes. And there is the clairvoyance, which is through seeing. There is the clear audience, which is through hearing. The clear sentience, through feeling. The clear aliens, through smelling. The clear gustance, through tasting. Clear cognizance. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Knowing. Yes. You know what, right, Magoma? Those words kind of excite me. I don't know if that sounds weird, but I love it. I love the fact that we can start to really go deeper into intuition and start to kind of attribute it to the different senses and how they are receptive to picking up information. Yeah. I'm very much into the um, clear audience and clear knowing. <laughs> clear cognizance, <laughs> that was called. What speaks to you about those two in particular? 
I've had experiences in my life where I simply knew one especially comes very vivid right now. It's like I was expecting a friend to have dinner and I just like I was preparing dinner and everything and I just knew we were not going to have dinner. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't see it. And it just happened that it didn't happen. Yeah, that clear knowing. It was very confirming that time that, yeah, I know. And I'm curious, just to sort of like get into that a bit further, how did that knowing show up in you? I get that you didn't know it as a fact, but do you remember like what was the feeling or sensation or whatever that came to you to, to be able to know that knowing? Yeah, you know, because when it happened at that time, I didn't regard it. You know, I still make dinner. I still, you know, prepared. And, um, but, and when um, my friend didn't show up, it was like, yeah, that's right. I mean, it wasn't going to happen. So I don't know. It was a feeling in the body. It was, but it was also like a picture actually that, you know, sometimes or at least what happens with me is that I see, especially when I'm going to meet friends and where we're going to be and, you know, what we're doing, or at least the feelings that come with it. And, and I couldn't see it that time, but I dismissed it. Yeah. And, and I still continued making dinner. So when it didn't happen, I was like, yeah, that's right. That was going to happen. Yeah. And our intuition doesn't want us to dismiss it. It wants to be recognized and felt and sometimes acted upon, right? Yeah. I'm sure that you have these kind of experiences from life where you kind of knew it, or at least for me, I knew something and, and I still did the opposite. And then when, when you've been through the experience, it's like, damn, I actually knew it from the beginning. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I can so relate. And then I'm thinking of the other side of things where you actually listen and it becomes something really, really beneficial for you in your life to, to have listened. Um, and my story, I've told it a thousand times, but, you know, when I lost my dad and, and you know, I've said this in another podcast episode and I just heard this message write it down and then of course years later here I am thousands of poems doing recitals and it's been the most cathartic amazing way for me to connect with my feelings and soul and and to heal a lot of things in my life including anxiety so that's the flip side right when we do listen and we act on it if it feels right for us because we always have that choice it can bring about the most amazing things mm -hmm. um, and actually going back to the types of intuition I can relate to all of them. And I suppose the strongest one for me is the audience. as when I'm coaching, you know, I don't know whether you have this experience. I imagine you do, but I can be in the middle of the something, go, you know, working with a, a topic or a theme with a client. And I hear something, literally, I hear words. And it's usually like a little phrase, a proverb or something very simple, honestly. And I know that I have to blurt that because it's some sort of information. So it's coming through a lot there. I don't consider myself to be particularly visual person. And in saying that, I do get a lot of imagery and I'm working with imagery with clients a lot. So yeah, I'm fascinated by the way it wants to come through. And I actually, you were making me really curious about the one to do with smell. What was it called again, Magana? Claire <laughs> Aliens. Claire Aliens. Well, sounds impressive. And I, I'm actually getting curious around how that might inform us. 
because I think I'm at the stage with that one where I lo- I'm so loving smells and fragrances and super sensitive to them, like really so much. So, you know, that with my whole balance oil fascination, <laughs> we won't go there again. And, and what I guess I, I'm getting curious around is how I might use that as information to inform me, because at this stage, I feel I'm at the level where I just know I'm sensitive to fragrance and smell. And that's it. Like, do you ever use it to inform you? No, that's not my um, most advanced yeah. <laughs> way, but I would guess, right? But there I'm, I'm actually uh, reluctant to say something because it feels like the smelling, it will go into projection maybe, mm. you know, because yeah. if, if you feel some, some kind of smell and it will remind you of something that might go into projecting, of yes. what that brings up right and now it might not be pure intuition yeah so. you know I, I've been watching this program as I know you have oh guilty pleasure married at first sight Australia there we go I've admitted it on our podcast Magena. can you believe that no! <laughs> only one season and never again <laughs> um, you know like sometimes you see them and they're doing the matching process and they get them, they get the candidates to smell each other's t-shirts. So they're, they're having the scent of that person that they're about to meet. And then the part of the matching is around the compatibility around personal scent. <laughs> so that was that really was coming to me there. And actually, I have had the experience where either I've been next to somebody and I've smelt them, not just perfume or, or you know, aftershave or something like that but they have felt like somebody that I wanted to get closer to. And also, you know, the other way around where just something about the way they smell made me want to distance a bit. Did you ever get that? Oh yeah, but that, that, is, that is a science about it. Absolutely, yeah. uh, there is. And, and we are as humans uh, and also animals, we are attracted to, to the smell of each other. So yeah, it's scientifically proven. It's funny, right? Because we always have spoken about that intuition is a very woman characteristic and skill. And that's, that's one of the feminine attributes because we are as women more in touch with, with intuition, with emotions, with feelings and much more than that. And of course, men, it, it is a skill that everybody can have access to. I mean, we are born with it. So I know that we do not have many men listeners. Who knows? Up until that, after this. <laughs> but but it, it is a training our intuition. It's so important and, and trusting that intuition. Yeah. And bringing it back into sensuality, the focus of this season, what I'm appreciating is how it naturally ties in really. Um, and the fact that when we are open-eared, open-eyed, <laughs> palms open, bodies receptive, we're in a very central place, actually. And that is when the intuition is showing up, probably at its most naturally, right? So I guess there is a connection if we want to deepen into our, our sensuality here in tying that in with intuition and how they're, they're all kind of like flowing together, actually. Yeah, I think there's definitely a huge connection between between sensuality and intuition because the more present, aware, calm and in yourself, connected with your inner goddess, inner leader, expanded self or your true self or 
whatever you call that part of you, then you're also very much connected to your sensuality and and who you really are and and your truth and and you act from that. So it's all integrity. Yeah, and I see you almost like molding like a little crystal ball or something in your hands there, McGinna, <laughs> speaking with your hands again. And whilst you're in that place, actually, I would like us, I'd like to invite both of us right now in this moment to tap into our own intuition and to ask ourselves what it wants next for us. Just to take a moment. Trust. Wow. And that was like, directly. Yes, that's how it comes to me. <laughs> Amazing. My word is acceptance. I love those words, McGinna. And I'm really wanting to invite people listening to share their experiences of intuition. So if you are listening to this podcast and you have stuff that you want to share on the very unique and special way that your intuition comes to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us on the Tribe, the Untaming Femininity Tribe Facebook page, and the details are all in the podcast notes. You can email us, and we'll put the email also there. Um, and yeah, we just really love to hear from you. And actually connecting with our intuition on a deeper level is gonna be a big part of our Vibrant Females Conscious Leadership Program. So when you are in that process of amplifying your leadership skills and taking your presence and charisma actually onto a different level, you will really feel the benefits of working with your intuition in our program. So if you want to reach out and find out more about that, we're currently in the signing up and booking process. Don't hesitate to reach out. We would absolutely love to hear from you and to help you to become a more colorful leader. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. <laughs>